I'd like to open by saying one thing. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. I've heard it all now. That's all. The announcement we got just an hour ago or so. I've heard it all now. Regarding baseball? Of the Twins? No. In what sense do you mean this? I mean uh, the the announcement from the Brooklyn Park Police Chief. I have heard it all now is all I'm saying. Well, explain yourself because I'm not following. It has to do with the riot. The uh, taser instead of uh, the gun. Yeah. That's, yep. I've heard that. I've heard it all now. So all right. uh, it's, it, it, it's so preposterous, it's probably true. Yep. That's, anyway. I do have the official statement uh, mm-hmm. from Dustin Morris, if you guys would like it. Sure. Yes. Uh, the Minnesota Twins issued the following statement regarding the decision to postpone today's scheduled game against the Boston Red Sox. Quote, out of respect for the tragic events that occurred yesterday in Brooklyn Center and following the additional details in this evolving situation, the Minnesota Twins have decided it is in the best interest of our fans, staff, players, and community to not play the game. The decision was made by the Twins after consultation with Major League Baseball and local and state officials. Information regarding the rescheduling of today's game and corresponding ticket details will be released in the near future. I guess I'm in the minority here because I think this is a bad precedent to establish. I think they were told by the city and uh, yep. the governor and everybody else not to play. And I would imagine we're going to hear the same thing from the Timberwolves. Uh, and the Wild. Because I think the Wild the, have a home well, game against wild, St. Louis tonight. The Wild, can, they, don't, they probably don't have safety concerns over there, I wouldn't think. But uh, nobody's the, there. The, uh, Wolves will, uh, the Wolves, I don't think, will play tonight. Welcome to town, A-Rod. A-Rod was supposed to be there tonight and wave to the uh, fans. So, but, anyway. Pat, if you're going to uh, postpone this one, what, what makes you think you'll play tomorrow? I, you might not play tomorrow anyway since it's going to be 37 and snowing. Yeah, uh, so they might end up playing doubleheaders on, Monday, on Wednesday and Thursday, both, or because they only play seven innings in them, or maybe go someplace else and play. You know, get, uh, get everybody on a plane and go to Kansas City. Or this something. is from Blois Olson, uh, City of Blois. St- sorry, Blois Olson. Sorry, and I know he's <laughs> a listener. I, you yeah. think it's B. Lois? I've been sorry. <laughs> okay, Lois. what's Blois? Blois? Uh, what's Blois? Say? Blois, I'm really sorry. Uh, uh, City of St. Paul will also issue a 7 p.m. curfew. Skyways closed. Orders have been transmitted to the city clerk. It likely means the postponement of the Minnesota Wild game. Well, this what season. in God's name are these people hearing that we don't know? Well, we're worried that uh, what happened last night uh, in various parts of Minneapolis in the north suburbs will spread uh, across the Twin Cities. Uh, they, you know, you you uh, you throw this uh, announcement out to them that uh, on how this uh, kid was killed, and uh, you, you you know you don't want a bunch of you don't want thirty five hundred people walking in the X and ten thousand walking in Target Field and uh, not knowing what's going to happen when they leave. So, I, so is it official that we've postponed the Wild game? Well, if there's a seven p.m. curfew, how do they? I don't know how you do it. it. Yeah, yeah. How do you not uh, uh, postpone the game? So, I, holy mackerel. Yeah, I, uh, this was, uh, you know, this is, it's never good what happened now, and it couldn't come at a worse time in the, uh, in the local environment, that's for no, sure. No, the optic is beyond comprehension. Mm-hmm. So, meanwhile, other than that, meanwhile, yeah. I've been saying this all day today, Joe. Yeah. There's nothing more fun in baseball 
when you have a bad closer. More <laughs> when fun. you have a bad, it's the angst, the the way it unifies all yes. of us. You know, <laughs> you, you can you can hate Trump or love Trump. You can hate. You know, you can be uh, old or young, casual or not casual. When the closer's bad, we're all united. Yes, we are. We're all united. <laughs> Ron, nobody united this town more. Puck united us, yes. But so did Ron Davis. Yes, he yeah, re- to throw in the Davis. <laughs> he re- throw in the Davis. He united all of us. He united even us objective observers. He united us. So we're going to get united behind Colome? Uh, 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 Alexander Colome. 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 Because you know what? I think it's also a tribute to modern communication and social media outlets that that – Alexander can build up this much venom after nine games. It took it took RD like a year, right? Because mm-hmm. back then we, you know, you newspapers and you know talk radio, a little sports talk and stuff like that. But it wasn't instant. It wasn't like, did you see that jackass just now? It wasn't uh, like we had no Twitter to to communicate our venom immediately when he gave up a home run to Mattingly. Yeah, you had to New put York. an effort to complain. Yes, you right. had to really get yes, a meet, get a meet, be yes, social. You had to wait. You had to, you know, there was no hell. There wasn't even an internet. The internet right. didn't exist. You had to wait for that Monday night or Sunday night yes, sports right. talk show yes, to come on. Yes, it was, uh, you know. So, <laughs> throwing the deep. But uh, the, the the bad closer is a, is a really and, – and a lot of teams don't even use one anymore. You know, they don't have that specific right. guy anymore. They kind of move it around. But what is, what is the same as always, Joe, is with the bad closer, the – Manager always sticks with him and says, he's our guy, he's our we're going to stick with him until he doesn't. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then the guy, then he's like sent out. And the, the closer bo- is the new kicker. <laughs> yes, the closer right. is the, the new kicker. The kicker, yes. Wasn't that the case with Latroy? Because remember, TK kept running him out there the last year TK was, uh, mm-hmm. and he just said, he's our guy. Got to stick with Latroy. And then they switched to Eddie yep. in August, and, yep. and Latroy was done. But that's when Latroy and I, pals now, get along great. Call what was him, your got line his about him? Phone. Well, I, the one that got me in trouble with him, I said he's gone from the worst starter in the American League to the worst closer in the American <laughs> League, which is a... Oh, and he was a, offended by that. I huh? was, yeah. <laughs> this was a 6 nothing lead. Yes, this was bad. This was a bad loss. It was the other team had no uh, intentions of winning the game, and you made them get interested, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So this shoemaker, I was up at St. John's watching the Tommies and the Johnnies play for maybe one of the maybe the last time. When and was this? Yesterday, uh, baseball game yesterday. Oh, so I didn't get game. to see right. shoemaker, but I guess he can bore you to death, huh? Yeah. I was a only slow, able to listen to it on the radio because I was driving. Slow worker, I guess. Yeah. Were you watching, Joe? Well, I would click from the Masters and then, oh, in my right. disbelief, almost be feared to turn back and <laughs> see what happens. Although, and I know you'll find this shocking, Pat, but based on the reaction from the radio broadcast crew, he was getting squeezed a little bit oh, early. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, if he was getting squeezed on. Uh, on radio, I bet he was really getting squeezed on television then. But uh, that's that's the way that happens. But yeah, he got thrown out for complaining to the umpire as the guy was running around the bases, right? Oh, is that why? He... after the yeah, he got thrown out. I for, didn't know that. He said, uh, "Yeah, he walked down and said, uh, 
I didn't come like on, that, that call. Was, that yeah. was a strike. Come yeah. on, that was a strike. You got to call that one or something. And, and but he'd already complained. So okay. Gonzalez didn't like that he was now complaining again about the same thing he'd already yep, complained about. Yeah, should have come about. back with, yeah, that was a strike too, the one you just threw that went sailing <laughs> over the fence. Yes. That was a strike. Yes. I, I want to return to the Twins and what's happening in the Twin Cities, but I've got to get some master's observations off my chest. I did not get a lot, get a chance to watch a lot of Sunday, but let's go. I probably should have made this observation in November uh, 2020 when when Dustin won. But the absence of people uh, crowding around the greens gave us an opportunity to see the greens like we've never seen them before. They're impossible. <laughs> They're impossible to putt. They're impossible. And two, the absence of people along 16 made 16 look almost unrecognizable. Just because you're looked, used to see those the, the lanes target, of people, the, the whole yeah. the whole area looks larger. You mean or yeah? What? It, yeah. Look, it didn't. It, it absolutely looked different. And finally, Hideki, you've been over here stuffing your pockets with money for ten years. You finished fifth to to Jordan Spieth in 2015. You were the low amateur in 2011. Well, you learned to speak a few words of English. This is ridiculous. I would guess he probably can, but he prefers not to. He prefers not to be quoted in that manner. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, foreign players uh, don't, you know, who can speak the who speak the language, don't would rather do it through an interpreter. Just so they don't trip up or sound. Mm -hmm. Yes, okay. or or misinterpret what you said to them or something. And he like makes that. Dustin Johnson look terribly exciting. <laughs> Well, uh, I've uh, I picked him to win the Masters, but it wasn't this year. It was about two years ago when he was oh, playing he's really good. Oh, he a strong pick for he's years. Really, he's a uh, hell of a he player. He can roll it when he gets going, too. Yeah, he's a hell of a player. But the thing about that, if they can get the greens dried out, yes, they are impossible uh, to putt. I mean, you got I see. You I, saw the undulations yes. like I've never seen them before. But I don't even think it's putting there when the greens are real fast because it's just properly touching the ball. It's right. not you're not even stroking it really, right. unless you're under. If you're above the hole, you're not putting. You're just tapping it and hope you, you hope it tumbles onto the right line. So I got another option. But that's the only way to defend themselves now too. You know, yeah. length length doesn't do that anymore. So they have to defend themselves. In I the, I question seriously whether Will Zalatoris is even an Earthling. <laughs> no, I did say on Twitter that if he if he wins next year's champions dinner is going to be raisins and seeds. <laughs> but he is bird. -like. He looks like a model. He looks well, like no, a he looks like a bird. Model. Yeah, yeah he, it does. Does. he looks like it's, a bird. He can't weigh 125. No, can he? He's 164 tall. according to the literature. BS. But I don't be. I'm not buying it. He's got a lot of change in his pocket if yeah. he's 164. I'll How can he hit like that though when he's so small? Because it has nothing to do with anything except a sweet swing. Mm -hmm. What you what you uh, what you generate from the you know shoulder to the ball is basically what it is i mean rory who's small right was hitting it way beyond everybody three four years ago by the you way <laughs> it was the great scott korzanowski who's a big golf aficionado who told me uh, about three years ago 
Rory will never win the Masters because he can't putt, and I think he's right. Hmm. Who sunk that long putt? It wasn't well, Tiger. That's a tough question. No, it was one that must have been a sixty-footer or something like that. It was a. I, I don't remember, get to I don't see remember which guy it was, but it was uh, it was all the way across the green and it went down. It was an eagle putt. I don't remember what hole. I was impressed by that. I didn't watch much of it. Uh, as I was listening to, to it on the radio, and Greg Norman was the uh, analyst, and uh, when, it, when uh, Matsuyami hit it in the uh, water on 15, and they talked about his, uh, you know... They started talking about collapses. Greg never volunteered the information that he was the champion of collapses. Maybe you know? <laughs> shot lead he started with. Maybe he couldn't talk because his hands were around his throat. I think, no, I think they do the radio. I don't think they do it on site. I think they do it somewhere. But I've, I've always wondered what happens when him and Norman, when him and Faldo are at the same event. You oh, know? Boy. Does, oh. does, some tension? does Greg make sure not to sit at the same table? <laughs> yeah, I was there for that one. Wow. Everybody, you know, Greg came in and did his interview and talked for 30 minutes and poured his heart out. And every golf writer in the country wrote about what a high-class guy he was. I disemboweled him for the greatest <laughs> joke ever. Let's not forget what we just witnessed because he was a nice guy. Right, yeah. It was the greatest choke in golf history. Oh, my word. So you're saying what happened to Blair Walsh when the kindergarten class had Yes, right. That, Same he, thing. Yeah, that, got it. that irritated the hell out of me. And by the way, there was another guy. that Did we let him kick again the whole next year, too? Oh, yeah. Well, I think oh. they cut him halfway through the year. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, of course we're going to stick by him. He's our kicker. Well, we're going with him. And then... I mean, I mean, Norman is better than Vandevelde because Norman was so much better of a player, wouldn't you say, Joe? That, yes. That, that, to yes. have him choke. Yeah. I mean, Vandevelde didn't know. I mean, he went nuts. That was the well, French, his right? brain went. His brain just left. <laughs> yes. I think right. he was thinking about Monique. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's yes, right. right. Yes, Who that's did right. that bit for that us? That was me. You did yeah, that. That was me. He yeah, went I was it. thinking about Monique. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I stood in the water with my pants rolled up thinking, where's Monique? Where is Monique to I, me? <laughs> what was one of the, what was the last major, major we had here? Oh, nine? I mean, no, we had the. We had another Ryder Cup. We had the Ryder we Cup. We had Ryder Cup, but the PGA in 09, I think Vandevelde was still here. Maybe it was 02. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, I got a chance to sit and talk. He was okay talking about it. He's, you know, he's still. Oh, you went right for the jugular. Still kicking. Hey, yeah, how about you? Still kicking. Her up there. Hey, and, uh, well, I'm here to rip you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm just here to get an ex. All these years later, to get an explanation of what were you thinking? <laughs> no, the uh, Ryder Cup was when you were. Uh, Always uh, talking about how much you loved Europe. Go Europe because, <laughs> because you hated uh, Davis Love so Davis much. Davis Love, yes, the yeah. captain. I hated captain. Go Europe, he wow. says. We're on press row <laughs> at Hazeltine, and all the American reporters are like, who is this clown over I'm here? Not in Europe. You guys have never met Davis Love. How could you pick root for him? But uh, the the what I really made me mad about Davis was what he did to Hazeltine as a golf course, that he made it as easy as it could possibly be so that they could, you know, so they, you know, they the Europeans hit it straighter than they did, but they made more babies, mm. uh, more uh, birdies, birdies, well, babies, uh, babies, too, babies. <laughs> babies too. 
But so you're not a fan of Hazeltine as a course? Oh, no, yes, but they made it easy. Oh. They, 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 I mean, they, right, Joe? I mean, you yeah. watched it. They didn't. Yeah. No rough. Right. No rough, no you know big wide fairways, easy greens. Mm. You know they. Where, they where's it, the U.S. Open this year? Whistling Straits? No, it's uh, down in St. Tory Pines. This year? It's yes, back. there were signs all over for it when mm-hmm. I was down there a couple weeks oh, all ago. Right. Yeah, but does uh, Whistling Straits have the uh, Whistling Straits has, has the, the Ryder, Ryder Cup? Cup. Yes, yeah. Yeah. has the Ryder. You Cup. know what that means? If we get the U.S. Open at Tory Pines, we get a little prime time golf. That's right. But you know what the uh, you know what having the Ryder Cup at the end of September and early October means at Whistling Straits. You could have a little wind, a little snow. off. You could have a little wind blowing off the big lake there. Wow! And when we talk about the Ryder or the uh, U.S. Open, Rook, I'll be able to give you know shot by shot since I'm the one of us four that had the chance to golf there. That's right. Ago. You, yeah. Yeah. you know, Tory Pines. Oh, that's right. With this uh, right. clear play. bag of golf balls, <laughs> plastic Ziploc. Oh. Just to irritate uh, the mayor. Boy, did it did that work? Because <laughs> I've never played Tory Pines. I uh, they used to have a system at Masters when you've been there a few years. They could, you know, they you would be invited to enter the lottery. Everybody could enter the lottery, but if you had some seniority and had never played, okay, there was like a different thing. And they asked me once, uh, you know. You want, you know, there's you probably go? a good yeah, chance. There's probably a good chance you play. I said, no, I would not do that to this place. I Thank have you. to turn this way to hit right, it that right. way. I do not <laughs> want to have one of these caddies. Remember him. Trying to act polite to me. Right. When you know he wants to kill himself. Right. <laughs> hit another one, boss. You want a vacation. Yeah, right. Hit another one. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that was, I said, no, this is, and then I heard that they all, you want everybody to play fast, you know, you only got a certain time, and they, you know, hurried up, and uh, yeah, I said, no, that's that's fine, I've enjoyed watching. (laughs) (laughs) On his third shot in the 99 Open Championship, Van de Vez Club got tangled in the rough on his downswing. 99? 99, and his ball flew into the Burry Burn. (laughs) A water hazard. He removed his chaussures and his chaussettes, his shoes and socks, and stepped through shin-deep water as he debated, why was Monique not my caddy today? He tried to hit the ball out of the Barry Burn, which got the 18th green. Ultimately, he took the drop and then hit his fish shot on the greenside bunker. Van de Velde shot to within six feet of the hole, and he made a putt for triple bogey seven. And he went home. To Monique yes, to nurse his wounds. A handsome and a friendly guy. Bogey. It's all he had to do to win. And yes. he got a triple bogey. If he just takes a drop out of the water and hits it up there, he makes six no problem and wins the wins the golf tournament. So Monique was very disappointed. <laughs> it is an amazing game. Hey, what I didn't see Xander. What was he trying to do? Hit it to the left of that flag that they always have on uh on Sunday on sixteen, uh Joe? Yes. Yes. So he was he, trying to stuff it in there. He was trying to gamble, trying to gamble. He knew he was running out of time, and he thought, mm-hmm. the hell with it, I'm going for it. But at that course, you can spin it down in there about five feet if you just hit it over the right. If you hit the right spot on the right side of the green, you can spin it down there and make a little six-footer. Well, uh, the noise take over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The noise. 
Yeah, he said he doesn't regret it. I saw that. Well, yeah, you all say that. When it went in the water, you regretted it, I'm sure. His, post, his post-tournament remarks were pretty cool. He was pretty cool about it. What? Uh, so what did Matsuyami bogey both 17 and 18? I know he bogeyed 18. Did he bogey 17, too? Uh, I don't remember. Because he was 12, and then all of a sudden he wins it at 10. That's, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm sure they're happy in Japan, though. Did you see he uh, paid tribute to no Japanese golfers, but to Kenta Maeda and a few other Japanese really? baseball players? He said, you know, he, 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 he paid tribute to baseball players, the heroes of... Uh, Does he live in this country? Odd. I assume. I don't know. He plays look, here. Look that up, please. He plays here, so... You know, he, he's. Well, I'm he, going to repeat it. Gal, dang it. Uh, give me about 10 words in English. Well, you got know. some professor up there wearing a beanie trying to interpret for him. And uh, not much was said that was very interesting. On his final round, uh, the 12th hole, he bogeyed, birdied 13, parred 14, bogeyed 15, bogeyed 16. 17 par and okay. then bogeyed 18. So, uh, did, did Tiger look, bogey 18 in 2019? I can't remember. I yes. <laughs> Just say yes. That was Just in Columbia. Hey, do me a favor. <laughs> yes. Look at his wiki page and what's it say about his residence? All right. Let's Matsuyami. Matsuyami. My Matsuyama. pick. Uh, whatever the hell. It's, uh, we got him. My pick. My pick two months ago was the fat uh, Korean chap, M, but uh, he ended up finishing like four from the bottom. His Mm -hmm. game uh, went to hell. Uh, About the the same time I got on the bandwagon, he ended up terrible. But uh, he's fun to watch when he's playing good, but. Can we get back to the events of the Twin Cities? I'm I, everyone's got me nervous now. Uh, Dave St. Peter must be getting information uh, from high up that says you guys would be crazy to have this game today. Oh yeah, well no, I think I think that you know when they've issued a curfew for seven. Now they're playing a one, so they could be done. Presumably, mm-hmm. that's there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee. <laughs> no, but I I just don't think that. They don't know what's going to happen downtown today with this. I don't know if people are going to, I don't know if the protesters and the angry mob of folks are going to say, well, that's something we need. That's an explanation we never thought of and say it's so stupid that it's uh, it's time to go home. But I I think they're they're expecting trouble. Joe, uh, we should ask Pat what we were talking about. Uh, earlier on Garage Logic, Pat uh, Andy Mannix uh, works for your newspaper, and apparently the Star Tribune was denied access to the Brooklyn Center p- uh, press conference today. Yet there were media members from, I'm assuming, covering the Chauvin trial from all over the country and the world that were allowed access. Do you know why that would be the case? No. Okay. No idea. He's a hell of a reporter. He gets right in the middle of it. Yeah. You know, he's out there. I don't know. Did he? Did he come up with some information yesterday that they were upset that? they didn't want in i, I don't know what I, sure. i'd have to check i, I have no idea how, how does how does brooklyn center handle this how do you walk this back and say <sighs> my god what an accident we we don't know what to tell you good lord i think uh, i think they should give the uh, lady uh, two days to uh, maybe move you know although she i wonder she might get charged with something 
Well, there were rumors that she committed suicide. That's been debunked. She has mm. not committed suicide. Mm. Uh, very off the uh, the topic, but just a point of information. Uh, uh, he does not list a current residence. It does mm. show his Hideki. birthplace as Japan, Hideki. but does mm. not uh, show a uh, current residence. He's only about 30, isn't he? No, he no, is. He's well, he'll, uh, he's 29. He'll, be, tw- he'll really? be 30 wow, in boy. February. Yeah. Boy, he got he came over here when he was 18 or 19 then, huh? I, yeah. Pat, I've been picking him for a major for six or seven man, years. Man, he used to he used to really be able to roll it when he first got over here. He could butt, man. Every wow. year I'd come so, up with five players who've never won a major mm-hmm. and submit that to my people, and Hideki was always in my five. He won the uh, Asian Amateur Championship in 2010 and 11. So he would have been 19 at that time. Mm-hmm. And then in 2011, he was low amateur at the, at the Masters. Yeah. But we still don't know where he lives. <laughs> He's been a money-making machine. <laughs> I, think that, that. I think when he goes home to Japan, he probably doesn't uh, fly uh, uh, coach. coach or... Commercial. I think he's. I think he's made enough money to fly private. I need to ask you a question because I was asked this by the Gopher basketball diehard fan, also known as my father, on Friday. The transfer portal in college <laughs> basketball. Patrick, uh, we just lost. Uh, Liam Robbins has just transferred to Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt, okay. And I'm wondering, is this here to stay without yeah. the w- sitting out yes, a year? Deal? Now everybody gets to go this year from, but. Now, starting next year, supposedly you get one free transfer, and then if you're a graduate, you get another free transfer. Okay. But you don't have to sit out, yes. Okay. That's, that's your, but it hasn't been voted in yet, but everybody's just doing it. Okay. But hell, what do we care, because we just got a guy from New Hampshire. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so far, the Gophers, uh, I'm, I'm rooting for Ben Johnson, nice fella, but the transfers have come from... Columbia, Lafayette, right? Yeah. Okay. New Hampshire. Powerhouse of New Hampshire. And Bill and Mary. <laughs> William and Mary. Bill and Mary, as we call it. I don't. Uh, and we're fighting mightily to get the guy from Division Two Northern State, who's ah. uh, supposed to be a really good jumper and stuff. But okay. uh, I don't think. Uh, I. Uh, think it's going to take a little while to build this yeah. and i don't i think as the uh everyone else bails out the odds of signing chet holmgren become smaller and smaller right. wouldn't you yes i would and by the way you're reminding me how minnesota sports is it of us to send three teams to the frozen four and all of them lost <laughs> Fall right you, their face. your alma mater had the best team i know they had the best team. They should have beaten St. Cloud. Yes, they should have. Oh, that they, was UMass, not Boston College. Yeah, that's yeah, UMass. Yeah, UMass, which, by the way, has not been like a hockey school right, for more than right. about 30 years. No, but it still years. sounds Catholic. No, University, oh, of, Massachusetts University of Massachusetts at Amherst. <laughs> that's where John Calipari. <laughs> Didn't you get that? Uh, the Mass It still Jones? sounds, no, I, I it still yeah, sounds yeah, Catholic. UMass. No, yeah, I, I got okay. you. I missed that. That was <laughs> so stupid I missed it. Sorry. I was there once to see Calipari when uh, before we had a Final Four here, and UMass was rated number one in the country. Was, was that out. when he was real slick back oh, then? Oh, God, was he slick. <laughs> I don't like Massachusetts people winning anything. Right. I would have bought another Dodge Colt from him, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> he was slick. And I told you that he had all the beat guy, all the beat people covering him. There was three of them. They were all young women. Hmm. And man, could he charm them. 
I mean, he would answer, they would ask a question and he would answer it like it had come down from John Wooden himself. (laughs) This was so, it was so astute. It was unbelievable. That's all I'm saying about it is uh, he was, he was, he could charm you. Who was the other guy? Uh, the honest Bruce Pearl. Was he very much like Bruce Pearl? I didn't have. I didn't ever dealt with Bruce, okay. except at the final four here. Okay. But he was the, you know, Bruce was <laughs> the honest Bruce Pearl, yeah, honest. who had more violations <laughs> than anybody in sports. <laughs> yeah, he got fired, and now he's at Auburn, and he's and his assistant gets Chuck Person gets investigated by the FBI, oh, right. and Bruce Bruce Pearl still working there. So. Anywho. Here's, though, my A-Rod comparison. I already made this today. We love BSers and slick guys in this town, don't we, Rook? Yes, yes. I mean, uh, Joe? Yep. Rook? And I, I agree with you. And I said to, I said to Jet, we got one two miles down the road, a mile and a half down the road that we love. And, in fact, I predict that the first time A-Rod is in town for a couple of days— we are suddenly going to see him and P.J. Fleck together. I knew that's where you were he going. He and P.J. are going to be together. You think so? Yes. He's going, to call, he's going to show up to get in the photo to tell A-Rod what an admirer he's been, even though we'll forget the fact you were one of the great steroid cheats in the history of Positivity is going to change this culture, period. <laughs> yes. When you get inside oh, the football walls, <laughs> you're going to have positivity hit you right in the face. <laughs> Boy, spring football's been quiet. I wonder if, uh, well, I guess there's just too damn much going on. For are we inside the spring football? We are in the spring football. Well, I think Pat. they might have taken Easter week off. So. Mm. Pat. Yes. Can Taylor arrange a sale that keeps the team here? No. He can. There's a $50 million uh, buyout of the Target Center lease, which is chump change. And the legal people who have been consulted with say you cannot write anything into a purchase agreement that would be too uh, limiting because then I, I don't know. There's I heard well, Johnny. That, they're gone then. No, man. I heard they're- Johnny Krasinski make a great point yesterday. Um, and he said to try to calm Wolves fans yeah. down a little bit, just saying that because the league took it on the chin so bad last year, they are far more interested in expansion. Because yes. they'll get two billion in expansion fees Seattle for Seattle or Vegas yeah, or whatever. He can't go to Seattle or Vegas because they're going to expand there. Yes. Right. So that's I think the point. So he was they'd trying have to, make. to find someplace else. You know, and the, yeah, this, is this is still a top. Not, this this is, is an A. Rod's cup of no, tea. No, this here. is not gay. Right? No, you're right. Why? Why does he? Why does he have an interest? He wants to own a team. He wants to be A-Rod. to buy the Mets. be a big shot. Are he and J. Lo still together or not? There was rumors that they'd split. But then they both denied that they've split. And I saw our original star- story said his former partner, Jennifer Lopez, and then the former was removed. So in a later edition, so apparently they're claiming that they are still together. Well, those two really don't have a good track record in that department over the years. So I would say that their their longevity isn't uh, right. isn't probably the way I've looked at it is I've always thought they deserve each other. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. Oh, I got no issues with J Lo. What the? Why are we, we? She's fine. My dad had. She's a, not uh, as big a phony as he is. <laughs> my dad had a little glimmer of hope that uh, that they had broken up. Oh, uh, 
And he informed me <laughs> Bob that. Bob think he had a chance? Bob thought what? he had a little shot at J-Lo, especially <laughs> if he's coming to town now. He's, yeah, probably, right. he's I, probably rolling but down if there. She'd, but if she won't come to town if she's broken up with him. So. I could see J-Lo taking Bob to Walmart <laughs> to buy little Smokies. Yep, and, yep. Uh, and you don't even have to. You just put him right on that cart, and he'll just go right through the, the every yeah, barrier. She's, I hear she's uh, fond of wooden legs. I don't Why know not? That's true. Uh, why not? You've got why not? to put the stump on there. Let's go. Let's does go Pat out know, dancing, J-Lo. Does Pat know the story? Story of Bob when you took Bob shop shopping the other day or a while back when he had the when he had the motorized cart. Uh, yeah, we went to uh, we went to Walmart and he had he has a walker mm-hmm. and I was going to do everything in my power to kind of be the go between um, the motorized carts and my dad so so Bob wouldn't see. The cart's there, oh, right. and uh, so he's he's clumping in. You know, it's every clump. It sounds like somebody with a stump is walking yeah, right. with the walker. He doesn't. He picks it up and moves it, and uh, and I tried to be. He doesn't in, have walker style. He I doesn't mean. have walker. He's not a very elegant walker. <laughs> and as I tried to stay in between them, the, the you didn't cur- want him to see the driving. Yeah, because that means that would promote you. You get to use one of these. Yeah. And I was gonna. I was there to help him, and he just basically did the walker into me to mm-hmm. kind of push me over to the, <laughs> the carts and then once he got on the cart um uh, he was if you were in the, the milk aisle mm-hmm. you better get out of the aisle Watch because he's coming comes through bob but the best part was when he stopped at the sausage like the the i don't know a schweigert section the breakfast sausage as a miracle, he got up and walked over without a walker <laughs> to retrieve as many sausages and bacon. It's a as miracle. It was a miracle. He can walk. He I just, can't blame him for that, man. Oh, just, Jimmy Dean, sage oh, breakfast sausage. Those are good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The sage one. Yeah. I took him to the eye doctor the other day, and I hit the uh, the button, the automatic handicap button, mm-hmm. and he was going through, and it wasn't fast enough. So that walker just hit the door to try to force the door open. He's, uh-huh. He doesn't have good walker etiquette. The game of flaws had a big Ooh. eruption about four days ago. Oh, no. Oh, no. And it oh. took a little while for it to smooth out. Yeah. But by this morning, I was taking a whole pound of Thielen bacon, frying it up, and scrambling eggs go. for there breakfast. How about that? So, uh, and, and was... Yeah. And was Lauded for the quality of the bacon. Nothing says Olive Branch more than bacon. (laughs) More than good bacon. Especially Thielen's or Nooski's bacon. No, no, man. You got to get your double double thick bacon at Grundhoff. That's that's pretty good. I'm not a big thick bacon guy, but uh, I bet it's good. I don't like the thick. Because the thick bacon. Add it to the list. The thick bacon, you got to make sure you. I I don't want any of the fat left in bacon. I want the you want a crispy. And I want right. the crispy. So yeah. we're up. To, oh, I like chewy bacon. We're Do up you to, really? Wow. Yeah. We're up yeah. to thick bacon, paperwork, <laughs> yep. sword movies. <laughs> I L not D L. He doesn't like that. Right. Uh, we got a bunch fruit of that squirts. fruit that squirts. Yep. I, I must have added. You want, you want to know something that was extremely popular a couple of years ago for about three years with the youth? What's that? Pork belly. Ugh. That's that mm. pork belly. Awful. It's what, too fatty. Well, why do they like it? I don't know. It's too fatty I, for I, me. But it's like it's something like Bourdain used to love pork right, belly. Right. What do you stuff get? Like pork belly. Those guys that love fat, man, I don't get it. I am I fat, like but fat. I don't like fat. I knew you a uh, a guy from New York. Or actually, he was from Philly, but he did business in New York, and he was uh, he traded uh, pork belly. Uh, mm-hmm. He was. Um, 
Matt, don't go there. You'll get fired. <laughs> You're not supposed to be talking about Eddie Murphy movies. <laughs> that was that was actually Dan Aykroyd. It was uh, trading places. Uh, this I is did, for, oh, go ahead. Please. I did when I was driving back from Collegeville yesterday and did uh, detour to uh, Portillo's in uh, Maple Grove and got myself one of those. Oh, yeah. Maxwell Pub Polish Sausages with Ooh, onions. Yeah. Get get yourself one of those the next time you're near a Portillo's. They fry Man, the onions, too, at Portillo's, yes, don't they? Yeah, yeah, it was sautéed, but it's yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, this is Damn. from Bob Nightingale, a fellow Wyomaniac like Patrick mm-hmm. Royce. Uh, Minnesota Twins President Dave St. Peter, quote, emotions across our community, emotions across our organization are raw. So based on the events of the last 24 hours and as information has started to come to light, playing a baseball game today felt a little less important, end quote. The Twins also say there are no current plans to move the Red Sox series away from Target Field. Well. So there is that. Now, Joe, back to the Twins. What are you going to do with the big first baseman? Uh, I don't know how long I'm going to hang in there. Three for 34. I know. I just don't know how long I can take it. Has one strikeout in 23, at least one in 23 consecutive games. Mm -hmm. Wow. He's nearing an all-time record. Mm -hmm. And now, earlier on, he wasn't chasing as many pitches. He was just missing them. Now he's... Now he's panicking and throwing pitch, swinging at pitches in the dirt. I know stuff. that Cruz was brought in to kind of help mentor him. Don't blame Cruz. You no, know, it's not his fault him. at all. No. But you know who, honestly, he should listen to more and his approach is Maurer. He has to stop trying to pull everything 600 feet. He has to stop doing that. That's what gets him into trouble. He's got a little something with the hands when he gets started that doesn't send him towards the baseball, is my theory. He's not interesting. I mean, look at him. He's when he loads up, it's the pitch is already on the way. He's you know, he loads up and he's got that little I've always said baseball and golf with the hands that little that six inches of of wrists and hands when when you get when you get to the ball or all all that counts. If you can't do that, you can't do that. He can't do it anymore. I don't know what they're going to do with him. Well, but at least gonna... at least he's a very mediocre first baseman. Right. <laughs> well, are we throwing in the towel here? On the I club? don't. Well, God, he was terrible. Joe last year he had two oh four. I know with uh, uh, strikeouts forty five or six percent of the time, and now this, and he didn't. He didn't hit it. He hit a. He had. Did he hit a hundred in spring training? I think he had a hundred and two in spring training or something. I mean, this against, is against non-big yes, league pitching. Yes, I mean it's wow. I don't know. I'd call up his old friend James Rousen down there in Miami and say, "You got to, you got a you got a pitcher that we can use in the fourth inning and a blowout. Uh, we'll send him to you." You know, it might I'd, come to that. But I don't know if you can get rid of him. I don't know what you do. You can't option him in the minors because he's got too much experience. Plus, his options are probably went up. But he's if you've had five years or more, you can't go to. Well, the he's minors. bound to get hurt at some point here, right? I'd uh, suggest that he does. I would, you know, Rocco. It doesn't take much if he scoops a throw out. It's you true. can say, "Did that hit your toe?" Oh, yeah, my, it did. Oh, my arm. Yeah. Ten day DL. <laughs> let, ten day DL. Let's see if we can get you straightened out here. <clears throat> you know, with Rocco, it wouldn't. 
They, we call it the RL here, the Rocco list. <laughs> what is Rocco saying about this? Uh, I, I can't remember the last quote I saw from him on it, but it's, uh, you know, he always, just like he was talking about Colome yesterday. He's our guy. We're sticking with him. Yeah. Unless we aren't. <laughs> Unless <laughs> Until we we're not, right. But I would uh, I would sit him for a few days and let let the other chubby guy, Ostadio, play first base. Speaking of hurt players, is Donaldson coming back? I don't think they'll bring him back in this weather. I think they're wow. they were gonna play him they were gonna play him this week, but on a wet field and thirty five degrees if they're playing tomorrow. I don't think I'm bringing him back with bad muscles. Uh, when it's 35 and snowing on right. a wet field, are right. you? I'm not. Uh, I don't so Boston's so. going to be tucked away in a hotel. The yep. twins are going to wherever they live. Mm-hmm. And the streets of Minneapolis have to be vacant by 7 p.m. Is that correct? Uh, that's what we hope, yeah. And then we're also hearing that I, in St. Paul. You know what I think is bad about curfews? Because it then encourages people to violate them, to show your defiance, right? Right. Yeah. So... You know, I, sneak out the proverbial window, go down the grid. No, there's going to be, but I mean, the you know the you know the 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 first riots we had over on Lake Street, a curfew, you got to go, and okay, everybody's still standing there at six o'clock. So now what do you do? You're giving them, you're giving them a chance to be defiant. Just you know, I get what you're saying. I do not. Uh, I would not. Uh, I would not impose curfews. I would just you know. Because you're, you're giving them a target, or at least make it 9 o'clock at night or something. Well, you're resting my case when I said earlier, I think the Twins are, I understand St. Peter's sentiment, and they're doing the right thing socially, they think, but I don't like the precedent they're establishing, because you've got a long summer ahead of here, and we have no idea what problems we face. And if you're going to start k- killing games because of this, you're not going to get in 30 home games. Well, it's a day game too. If it was a night game, it would be very easy to say. So, well, yeah, maybe I'll I don't get know. Well, we're not. There's a possibility that uh, that they're going to be. Uh, you know, if they, if the if the trial turns out in a certain way, we might not. Uh, we might not play here this summer. Maybe they might I, be. They might be playing in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. I was just going to suggest they can. Uh, they can use Fairbill's ballpark. I'll help set it all up, and you mm-hmm. know, I'll we'll charge a nice fee. It'll be. It'll be just and fine. Miguel might be able to hit a home run there. You know. <laughs> One of his pop-ups. He did have a 700-foot pop-up the other day when I was there, straight up. But wow. You've already used that nickname now. You can't pop-up. 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 Are the twins gone this weekend? Or yes, still they're home? in Anaheim. Anaheim. Right. So they're... They were supposed to be home through Thursday? Four games with the, the Red Sox, who, by the way, were supposed to be pathetic. They started off, they got swept at home by Baltimore the first time in history... That they got swept in an opening series at Fenway, their first time Baltimore. in a hundred oh. years, and now they've won six in a row and they're killing the ball. J.D. Martinez, they tried to give him away, nobody take him. He hit three home runs yesterday. You know what? It's a funny game, isn't it? Pat? It is. It's an odd game. You know what I've been thinking? <laughs> I was thinking when they blew that game yesterday. That T-shirt S happens. Yes, that was invented for baseball. Oh yeah, it was. It was invented for baseball more than any other game. That happens, you know. Mm-hmm. Now hockey, yeah. some of that happens in hockey too. You know, because well, it happens in every. Happens in golf. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, uh, Matsuami. When how are you pronouncing that? 
Hideki Matsuyama. Yeah, ma. I don't do the ma very well. Hideki I get there. Matsuyama. I get there, but I don't do the ma. Ma. But when he hit it in water on 15, uh, rolled it over in the water, uh, you were wondering, is he going to get him back in the ball game here? And then uh, then uh, they decided to hand it to him anyway. Well, the bird, uh, the bird didn't go home. He was on the driving range as uh, Hideki's lead continued to shrink. Mm-hmm. Boy, is that uh, trap in the, uh, the left side of the fairway on 18 become a pain, isn't it? Mm-hmm. They, uh, a lot of guys hit it in there, and a lot of guys make five out of that thing. So mm-hmm. I must have moved that thing way back from where, way further up the hill than it used to be. Did you like all the aerial footage of the course? Well, you didn't watch much of it, did you? They, they seem to have a lot of uh, they seem to have a lot of drone coverage of the course, mm-hmm. and uh, it just you, you, drones can't, are, you can't make it not lovely. You just can't make it. Drones not are cheap. Good way to yeah, that's true. It, 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 the old golf uh, golf director that the same guys directed golf for like forty years. They got to have some new high tech guys doing it now. With the give us a drone shot here and a drone shot there, but. Uh, I don't know. I was wondering when I was listening to some of these essays. Now, Wright Thompson's actually a friend of mine. I like him a lot, but he was doing some essay on Thursday about all these romantic essays to this place. And I was thinking, I, I can't remember how what I what I did when I was first there forty years ago. But I was thinking, boy, I hope I didn't write that crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do get tired of the obsequiousness. Yes, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Is that a bleep that word, Rook? Yeah. Well, he left. Obsequious. He? No, he's here. Obsequious. Yeah. I know. It's very. Um, I know the word. Snobby. I just. I don't think I could get my e's and a's all in the right order on that. So, yeah. uh, Mayor Jacob Fry has just announced a curfew in Minneapolis from 7 p.m. tonight to 6 a.m. tomorrow, uh, and has also declared a state of emergency in the city. Really? So uh, what's going on down there? You're practically encouraging people to act. Yeah. But I, 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 I make, are we already breaking windows downtown? I don't not? know, but I say that. But I guarantee that's why the twins. He yeah. probably went to the twins and said, "I've got to do this," and that's probably why the twins then reacted the way that they did. Well, he's a very impressive, forceful man. So uh, <laughs> I'm sure that people will listen. I'm sure that people will listen wait, wait, to him. Say that again. Say that again. <laughs> he's a very what now? Impressive, forceful man. Oh. <laughs> I, my first feud with him was over the all-star fireworks oh, remember I'll, forget it. I'll never forget it remember when he was the uh you know i, I savaged i savaged him i said yes when it comes back 25 years from now again we'll make what? sure that they don't shoot them off mayor it's hard to replace bike lane betsy and be worse but he might be <laughs> joe go ahead well, Pat, with each new mayor, you'll regret the previous one. <laughs> <laughs> regret the previous one isn't still there, right? Right. How do we get George Latimer back? Oh, man. Oh, in, a, in a second. <laughs> Prop him up in his chair, give him a shawl, and put him in the office. You know, Char- is Charlie Stenvig like the last Republican in Minneapolis? Uh, pretty much. Charlie, you know that Charlie was a golf nut I didn't know and he that. played with Eddie Manderville and all the black guys over uh, at Worth. He was like a golf buddy of all those guys over at Worth. They they all loved Charlie. Come all across he, from St. Paul? Huh? 
Was he no, major? Charlie was Minneapolis. Minneapolis, okay. Yeah. Charlie would, uh, yeah, he played golf with all those hustlers over at uh, Theodore Worth, all the black guys. They, they, yeah, Charlie. I said, who's Charlie? Charlie, stand back, the mayor. He yeah. played golf with them. So. Wolves and the Wild have also announced postponements of tonight's games. So, mm-hmm. uh, hashtag as expected. Boys, somebody knows something we don't know. Well, I want to know if I can cut. I don't want to drive home on the freeway because it'll be blocked up. I wonder if I can slip through downtown yet. You need to make a move. I know. But my move is usually Plymouth Avenue, and I might pass on that. Mm. Yeah, yeah I, I would I, avoid I might that. Pass I would avoid that. I might well, pass I got things that, to do, so let's get going. Here. All right. You got to go. I, now I'm thinking, what the hell? I'm going to get caught in something. Hey, you better get out there and go for a what walk. What do you have to do? <laughs> right. You can't go what to the bank. Think, Pat? Go Take to the a bank. walk? Oh, I got to go to the bank. <laughs> okay. He's got to go see Mr. Potter. Okay. <laughs> go to the bank. He's got the money wrapped up in a newspaper, and I'll leave it on the counter. <laughs> I wish I had to go to the bank. I got, yeah. you know, there was two days last week when uh, Thursday and Friday I didn't get any mail. What the hell's going on? Are they, you're at that point in your life where you're looking forward no, to the mail. No, no, huh? I'm looking for Holy I'm looking crap. for a check, obviously. Oh, okay. But uh, <laughs> but what are they? This this crazy ass postal director we what got who doesn't like people delivering mail. <laughs> right. Has he now eliminated days? I know he wanted to eliminate days. I, I can't answer that, Pat. I don't. I don't yeah, know. No. I wonder if your check's coming today. That was <laughs> a, a great cartoon. I think it was in the New Yorker, maybe the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> What's the guy's name, the postal director? Jim. Uh, Eric. Uh, I'm looking it up. And he's, he's being questioned by the yeah. guys in suits, and he's sitting there, and they say, aren't you worried you're going to get a subpoena? And he said, not if it's coming by mail. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that is coming. You know, he and Manfred had the same problem. Yeah. Manfred runs baseball and he hates baseball. Oh, that's true. And this guy runs the post office and he hates it's, postal and he service. He hates mail. <laughs> he hates mail. It's I'm going to nominate myself to be the postmaster. There I you love go. It. Say, how about uh, one last thing on the trumpeter? They had him make the speech and they went to Mar-a-Lago to hear it. Hear it and he was he vowed to bring everyone together and then basically savage McConnell and his wife and right. Pence and everybody the else. Pence, right. Yes, and you know what he said to him? You screwed up. You trusted me. <laughs> I'm reading Carl Hyacinth's newest one called Squeeze Me. And last one, right? He's he's quitting. Well, he quit the newspaper. I don't think he's oh, quitting. I thought he novels. was quitting novels. No. But, maybe but it's a send up of Trump at Mar a Lago that is belly laugh. Oh, okay, hilarious. I gotta go buy it. It's All right. belly laugh hilarious. Beautiful. <laughs> I left my uh, Lee Child book accidentally in Florida. I was about two-thirds of the way done. I'm not sure. The one he wrote with his brother. Yeah. I'm not sure. Or his kid. Isn't it his kid? It's his brother, I believe. Oh, I haven't Uh, seen that one. I will say this, uh, that uh, my bride picked up one of um, uh, Johnny Camp's novels. I don't know which one. There have been many. She's a big Virgil fan. She could have uh, stolen about half of them out of my... uh, (laughs) I left a bunch of them in the bookcase. I think that went with the... uh, I I think think it was full. Is that added value then for the buyer? Uh, Look at all this. Yeah, right. (laughs) Hell, they got a bicycle. Wow. They got the wife's bicycle. Where am I going to... How am I going to bring that back? You could have pedaled that thing home. Yeah, right. I could (laughs) have. I'd be getting here. I'd be be in Nashville about now. Get off the road, you fat... You got to go to the bank. See you later. All right, gang. We'll All see, right. you. see you, bro. All right. All right, hang in. 
Everyone has gone mad in March trying to narrow the field down to 16. This is Patrick Ricey for the Canopy Group, and they have their 16 for you. Canopy Group has 16 different insurance companies, giving them options to provide you the best home and auto insurance coverage. At the best price, by the way, the difference is that the Canopy Group has options. They continue to use their 16 different companies to match with you, the company providing the best coverage at the best price. They do this year in and year out. They just moved me and saved me a bundle. I am a believer. Get in the game. Contact the Canopy Group and get them working on your brackets. Bracketology isn't foolproof. Sure bet is the Canopy Group saving you on an average $810 on your home. That's $810 on your home and auto insurance. Visit thecanopygroup.com. Thecanopygroup.com. If you want the best lawn on the block all season long, hook up with a Minnesota-grown lawn care company that knows that dandelions, mystery weeds, bare spots, and blight are completely unacceptable. That's ProfessionalTurf.com. If you want service techs with 20 years of experience, techs who throw down a combination of environmentally friendly weed killer and slow-release long-term fertilizers, then visit ProfessionalTurf.com. And you know what? While you're on the website... Take a close look at their landscape projects, and don't forget, they'll service your irrigation system too. You will have the most lush and luxurious lawn on the block. It's our one stop for exceptional landscape irrigation services and the best lawn on the block, ProfessionalTurf.com. Hey, it's Reavers here once again for Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. And Josh has a very simple question for you, and it's, do you know what you own? You see, Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold's clients, they always know what they own. And Josh has found that most people that he meets with every single day, they have no idea. Josh has seen retirement portfolios that have a big percentage in bonds. And there are real instances of people paying more in commissions and fees than they can possibly make on the rate of return that these bonds currently yield. So Josh begs of you, no what you own and make sure you tune into garage logic every tuesday and thursday for mr money talks report you're going to hear it from himself that's right josh joins us every tuesday and thursday in garage logic trust is often overused and it's even harder to find please you can take it from me that you can trust josh give him a call today for that free 48 minute financial consultation at 952-925-5608 that's 952-925-5608 investment advisor services offered by josh arnold investment consultant LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk.